let's look at the starting lineups for the second game now. And for the New York Yankees, Horace Clark will lead off and play second base. Ron Woods will be in center field and bat second. Bobby Mercer in right field, hitting third. At first base, Joe Pepitone. Left field, batting fifth, Roy White, who hit a home run for three of the Yankee runs in the opener. John Ellis will do the catching and bat sixth. Bobby Cox will be at third base and hit seventh. Gene Michael at shortstop, batting eighth. And the pitcher for the Yankees, Al Downing. Now for the Washington Senators in the nightcap, it will be exactly the same starting lineup as for the first game, with the exception, of course, of the pitcher. Ed Brinkman will lead off and play shortstop. Hank Allen will be in center field and hit second. Frank Howard will play first base again and bat third. The left fielder and cleanup hitter is Brant Allier. Ken McMullen, who had a three-run homer for the Senators in the opener, will be at third base. Sam Bonds will be in right field. Tim Cullen at second base, batting seventh. The number eight hitter, doubling up behind the plate today, Paul Casanova. And the pitcher for the Washington Senators, Jim Schellenbach. Ralph Hout now out at home plate with Ted Williams, the Senators manager. The umpire's coming out. And the umpires for the second game, Russ Getz will be at home plate calling balls and strikes. Larry Knapp will be at first base. Bill Conkle at second base. And John Rice will be at third base. Three of the umpires are out. John Rice has not as yet made his appearance. Senators with a 5-4 to four win in the first game. So the Yankees can do no better than win three out of four in this series. And, of course, the Senators will be hoping now for a sweep of the doubleheader and a split of the series. Now we're looking down there now, and John Rice uh, now makes his appearance. Jim Schellenbach has been around for quite a while in the Pittsburgh Pirate organization. The Senators take the field. Schellenbach, a native of Riverside, California, is 6'2", 200 pounds. He throws and bats left-handed. He broke into baseball in 1962 at Idaho Falls in the Pioneer League. In 1963, he had a big year in the Western Carolina League, winning 17 and losing three. He has uh, been with the Pittsburgh Pirates on a couple of occasions. He spent the part of the 1966 season with them. However, he got in only two ball games. In 1967, he got into six ball games with the Pirates with a record of one and one. And that was his National League career record, one win and one loss. Last season, he was with the International League Columbus Club, where he won nine and lost eight. And as we told you, the Senators acquired him on waivers from the Pittsburgh organization on May 14th. Schellenbach got in eight games for the Pirates early this season. He had no one and loss record with him. He has been in 17 games for the Senators. 
This is only his fifth start, however, when used primarily in relief. And with Washington, he has a record of one win and four defeats. His overall season records show an earned run average of 4.86. This will be his fifth start. He has pitched one complete ball game. Schellenbach has worked only 50 innings. He has allowed 48 base hits, walked 27, and struck out 22. He has been tagged for five home runs. And this will be the first time that I've ever seen Schellenbach in a ball game, so we'll uh, try to tell you what kind of stuff he has and what his primary pitches are as we go along. Right now, Horace Clark is set to lead off. Clark went three for four in the first game. He is six for 13 in the series, and the first pitch to him is a curve right across for a strike. Clark is now hitting 281. Ron Woods on deck. The windup in the pitch from the left-hander in the dirt, scooped up by the catcher, Paul Casanova. The look in for the sign, and the pitch, a curve, is hit on the ground to third. Ken McMullen gobbles it up, throws on to Frank Howard at first base in plenty of time to retire Horace Clark, and there's one away. And now the batter will be Ron Woods. Woods did not appear in the first game. He was the on-deck hitter when uh, Jake Gibbs struck out to end the ball game. Woods is one for eight in the series. Ron carries a batting average of 253. Right hand hitter, and the pitch is in there for a strike. Schellenbach going with the breaking stuff primarily through the early pitches in this game. He winds, kicks, and fires. There's another curve, and this one right through the legs of catcher Paul Casanova and to the backstop. Bobby Mercer wait, uh, waiting on deck. Shelling back to the wind and the pitch. Curve is fouled to the seats on the right side. Well, the count is now a ball and two strikes to Ron Woods. Senators have Brant Allier in left field, Hank Allen in center, and Sam Bowens in right. Shelling back takes his sign from Paul Casanova. And the pitch. Fastball is fouled back to the seats on the first base side. That is the first fastball he's thrown. On the infield, the Senators have Ken McMullen at third, Ed Brinkman at shortstop, Tim Cullen at second, and Frank Howard at first. One-two pitch. Hit up in the air to shallow left center. Coming on for the center fielder, Hank Allen. He sets up under it, and he makes the catch. Two up and two down, and now Bobby Mercer. Mercer went one for four in the opener. He has four hits in 13 trips in the series. Strike over the outside corner. Here's a final score from Wrigley Field. The Cubs have shut out the Phillies six to nothing on a four-hitter by Ken Holtzman. Holtzman's eleventh win of the year. Mercer takes the changeup high, and the count is one ball, one strike. 
The Mets have defeated the Montreal Expos in the first game of their doubleheader, 4-3. Gary Kuzman got the win. Ball is high to Mercer, and the count is now 2-1. Robertson was the loser. Pittsburgh and St. Louis are scoreless through six and a half innings. 2-1 pitch to Mercer. He swings. It's a ground ball to first base. Frank Howard makes the play, and he makes it unassisted. So Schellenbach retires the Yankees in order. Nothing across, and at the end of the top half of the first, the score is the Yankees nothing and the Senators coming to bat. If you enjoy the regal beauty of fine china, you'll certainly enjoy the beauty of royal elegance. Royal elegance is fine china that captures the subtle charm of china that sells for many times the price. And Atlantic brings it to your table at a fantastically low price. You can purchase a four-piece place setting of Royal Elegance for only 99 cents with each eight gallons of gasoline at participating Atlantic stations. This offer may vary in some states, but this beautiful fine china imported from across the sea will never vary in its translucent, delicate beauty. Each four-piece place setting consists of a cup and saucer, dinner plate, and bread and butter plate. And it's yours for a low, low price. Charge your Royal Elegance Fine China on your Atlantic Richfield credit card. Then take it home and start setting a table fit for a king. making only his second start of the year and his first appearance this season against the Washington Senators. Downing coming into this game with a record of one win and two losses. Al has been credited with no saves. He has an earned run average of 5.52. Leading off the Senators is the shortstop, Ed Brinkman. First pitch to him is drilled out into right field, up in the air. Bobby Mercer there makes the catch. So one pitch and one down. Hey, out in San Diego. It's going to be an interesting ball game. Atlanta and San Diego and the opposing pitchers are the Necro brothers. Phil Necro pitching for Atlanta and his brother Joe Necro pitching for San Diego. That should be an interesting game and we'll watch the scores on that for you as they come in. Who does Mr. Necro root for? He roots for a tie ball game, a double no-hitter. Hank Allen steps in, and he takes a pitch high and away, ball one. Hank Allen, in the first game today, went one for four. His one base hit was a double. Senators won that game by a score of five to four. Hank Allen is hitting 273. He swings on this one and fouls it to the seats on the first base side. One ball, one strike.
Yankees have Roy White in left field, Ron Woods in center, and Bobby Mercer in right. The infield shows Bobby Cox at third, Gene Michael at short, Horace Clark at second, Tupacone at first, and John Ellis catching. Downing's pitch, fastball is low. Two balls and one strike to Hank Allen. There's the windup. And the pitch is hit deep to left center field. But waiting for it is Rye White, and he makes the catch. And that ball got up in the air and all of a sudden died. Two down, and we'll pause right now for station identification. Hi, Terry Lester here. Kick those late afternoon blues. Keep happy from 3 to 7 p.m. weekdays on WGY Schenectady, Radio 81. Howard. He swings on the first pitch, nubs it down the third baseline, foul. They would have had no play on him had that ball stayed fair. Downing came off the mound. Paul, the English on the ball, was going to put it foul and let it go. So strike one to Howard. Frank Howard is hitting 310, 32 home runs, 68 runs better than Downing's last appearance was against Baltimore on this road trip on July the 8th in the second game of the doubleheader. Downing pitched five and a third innings, gave up only one run, three hits, walked one and struck out three, and that uh, gave him a starting role in this ball game. Howard takes low for a ball that's one and one. Pumps, kicks, and deals. And he whips a fastball in low. Two balls and one strike. Downing's best outing this year was on June 1st at Kansas City when he pitched five scoreless innings, gave up only two hits, walked three, and struck out three, and he won the ball game for the Yankees, eight to five. The pitch to Howard. Low and away, ball three, and another fastball from Al Downing. In his uh, outing against Baltimore, Downing pitched like the Downing of old. He was whipping the fastball in very well, had the good change, and the breaking stuff. He deals a three and one pitch to Howard, who swings and misses strike two. And Downing blew the fastball by the big man. Three balls and two strikes. right down on the end now as he awaits the payoff pitch from Al Downing. Into the windup. Here it comes. Swung on him, missed strike three. A Downing fans Frank Howard and retires the side in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. At the end of one inning, the score, the Yankees nothing and the Washington Senators nothing. Dr. Robert S. Wren of Westchester, New York doesn't smoke cigarettes anymore. I seem to have a certain level of cigarettes I had to get in a day. and I might have a busy day, but I could only get in two or three cigarettes. But by bedtime, by dint of continuous smoking, I would get up to my three-pack level. When and why did Dr. Wren stop smoking? I was ill one week with the flu, and I didn't feel like smoking. Well, as long as I could stay off them that long, I tried to stay off them. Completely, and so far, it'll be two years next month. I have not gone back to it. 
Here are a few reasons why Dr. Wren hasn't gone back. Approximately 75% of all carcinoma cancer of the lung is attributable to cigarette smoking of a long duration. We know that nicotine often has an ill effect on the heart, so many aspects of life is not very good for it. 100,000 doctors have quit smoking cigarettes. Dr. Wren is one of them. Your American Cancer Society says you can quit, too. Now for the second, the Yankees have the middle third of the batting order coming up. Joe Pavaton, Roy White, and the catcher, John Ellis. Pepitone went two for three in the first game, and he is six for 11 in this series. He and Horace Clark have been the Yankees' top hitters against Washington. Schellenbach's pitch, a curve, backs Joe off. It's high, ball one. And the 1-0 delivery. Her ball is lined to center, but Hank Allen, backing off, makes a one-handed catch. Upton, put the wood to it. But the straightaway center, it's 410 feet. Plenty of room for Hank Allen to get back. He didn't use up all of it. Roy White steps in. White went one for four in the opening game. That one hit was a homer. He takes high, ball one. Roy, at the moment, is hitting 299. One out, the base is empty, no score. Schellenbach's next pitch, White fouls it back. A ball and a strike. One-one offering. But it fouled on the third base line. He had McMullen laying back and tried to butt himself on, but he fouled it. Jim Schellenbach, 6'2", 200 pounds, a native of California, looking at the Yankee hitters for the first time in his career. The one-two pitch. Swung on a missed strike three. First strikeout for Schellenbach. Joe well, Schellenbach has retired the first five Yankees, and now John Ellis takes him on. The young catcher... Has a 300 batting average as a Yankee. He was up earlier this season. Pitch to him. Bouncer slowly to shortstop. Brinkman charges. Has throws and he's out at first base. The side is retired. Yankees go three up, three down. Nothing across. And at the end of the top half of the second inning, the score. The Yankees nothing and the Senators nothing. So you work for New York State. Think about this. For the past 59 years... Everything that state employees have won in raises and benefits has been a result of the efforts of one organization, the Civil Service Employees Association. But that's not all. CSEA has gone to bat for thousands of employees with individual problems. We'll go to bat for you, too. CSEA is you. That's right, you. 
CSEA members run CSEA. Now, about this election to select your bargaining agent. If you're a New York State employee, we say only this. Vote CSEA today for a better life tomorrow. CSEA, New York State's number one civil service union. Paid for by the Civil Service Employees Association. Set to lead off as we go now to the bottom half of the second inning here at Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium in Washington. Allier, right hand hitter. Batting 299. The first pitch from Downing. He takes long outside, ball one. Allier went one for four in the opener, scored a run. Roberto Clemente is homered for Pittsburgh in the eighth with two on to give the Pirates a 3-0 lead over the St. Louis Cardinals, and the Pirates are still batting. That was Clemente's 13th home run of the year. A ball two is low to Allier. Two balls and no strikes. Well, the Cardinals have won eight out of nine, but Pittsburgh now leading at least 3 to nothing. Two-nothing pitch to Allier. He swings and he misses, strike one. Roy White plays him very deep in left field. White back almost to the warning track. Ron Woods in center, shaded over toward left center field. And Bobby Mercer in the alley in right center. Infield, deep and to the left side. Downing cranks up and the 2-1 pitch. Swung on a miss, strike two. Breaking ball. Beautiful, beautiful day here in the nation's capital. Warm, but not as humid as it has been for the past couple of days. Clear blue sky, few fleecy white clouds way up high. 2-2 pitch coming. Aldier takes the changeup for strike three call. Second strikeout for Downing. And now Ken McMullen, the third baseman. McMullen hit a three-run homer in the first game, and that was the big blow for Washington. Senators scored all five runs before a man was out in the first inning and won the ball game five to four. First five batters to come up, reached and scored. Pitch to McMullen. Check swing and a strike one call. McMullen hitting 256. He swings and misses, strike two. Downing studies the baseball and now looks down at John Ellis for sign. Blocks back on the right foot, kicks and fires, fastball is low, blocked by Ellis. One ball and two strikes. Sam Bowens is on deck. The wind up, the one-two pitch coming. 
It's a ball outside and popped away from Ellis. Just bounced right out of his mitt. The count is two and two. One out, nobody on, and no score. The pitch. Curveball is it on the ground to the left side. Michael has it deep. His throw. In time, and what a play by Peppertone. It was in the dirt, and Peppertone trapped it. On a long stretch, and McMullen is out. A fine play by Joe Peppertone at first base to handle a low throw from the deep shortstop hole. Michael didn't have time to set himself and get too much on the throw. It was accurate, but in the dirt, and Peppertone dug it out neatly. Two down. Sam Bowen's the batter, a right-hand hitter, swings on the first one and fouls it back into the press box. Bowen's went over three in the first game. He carries a 163 batting average. The next pitch from Downing, fastball is fouled back. Strike two. Wayne DeWilliger coaches at third base for the Senators, and the first base coach is Nellie Fox. Al Downing has the sign from John Ellis. The 0-2 pitch, Bowens fouls it back. Count holds nothing in two. Strike pitch again. Drilled deep to left field, but it is pulled foul into the seats, but foul. Bowen's had his rep, but he pulled it foul deep into the seats. Downing ready again and delivers. He wastes one this time inside. One ball and two strikes. One two pitch. Foul back again. Now Bourne's hanging in there, following him off. Downing keeps challenging him with a one-ball, two-strike count. The on-deck hitter is Tim Cullen, the second baseman. One-two pitch now to Bowen. Line past Cox to the left-field corner for a base hit, maybe a double. Bowen's on his way to second. Here comes the throw from Roy White. It is not in time, and Bowen pulls in, standing up with a two-bagger. Well, there's the first hit of the ball game, a low line drive between Cox and the line. Brings up Tim Cullen, the second baseman. Cullen is 0 for 4 on the afternoon. He's batting 207. 
Collins leads away from second. The pitch. Collins hits one deep to left field. That's Roy White at the fence. He's got it. And the side is retired. Roy White all the way to the barrier to make the catch of the line drive. So the last two balls very well hit. Well, the Senators, no runs, one hit. There were no errors, and a man is left. Now, at the end of two innings of play, the score, the Yankees nothing and Washington nothing. Angelo Petroselli of Patterson, New Jersey. Thomas Cornell of New London, Connecticut. John Firmstone of Honesdale, Pennsylvania. And Jose M. Osorio of Brooklyn, New York, all have something in common. They participated in the 1969 beer taste test when Peels challenged three top-selling brands for the Eastern Championship of Beer. And they all preferred Peels Real Draft Beer. So did lots of other beer drinkers. In fact, not one of those top-selling beers could beat Peels Real Draft in the 1969 taste test. Does that surprise you? Well, it shouldn't. You see, there is one very big, very important difference between Peels and the other beers, and it's this. Only Peels gives you real draft lightness, real draft freshness in bottles and cans. So it's really not surprising at all that Peels was a winner in the big taste test. How about making a little test of your own? Next time you have a beer, have a Peels Real Draft beer. I think you'll be convinced, too, that Peels Real Draft has the taste that can't be beat. Bobby Cox is waiting to lead off the top half of the third inning for the Yankees. It will be Cox, Michael, and Downing coming up in that order. Kansas City having a field day through six innings at the expense of the White Sox. KC Royals leading eight to three. Minutes seven over Seattle, five to one at the end of seven. Here's the first pitch to Cox. Fastball, he swings and misses strike one. He did not have a good swing at it. He was looking for the curve. Detroit leads Cleveland six to one at the end of five. Schellenbach deals again. Breaking ball is low this time, and the count evens one and one. Schellenbach uses the breaking stuff most of the time where he has through the first two innings. His one one pitch. Fastball low and inside. He just showed it to him. Two balls and one strike. No score. We're in the top of the third. The stage of the first game, the Senators were leading five to nothing and won it five to four. Two-one pitch. Cox nubs it foul just to the right side of the plate. Two balls, two strikes. Schoenbach has the sign, and the 2-2 pitch. Cox hits it on the ground to the left side. Past the third baseman, Brinkman, the shortstop, has it. His throw is wild. Gets past Frank Howard, and Cox is safe at first. It's a base hit for Bobby Cox. Doc Cox is on with a leadoff single. The Yankees' first hit of the ball game. And here is Gene Michael, the shortstop. Michael has uh, gone into a bit of a slump in this series. He has had but one hit in 11 trips.
pitch to him. He takes it inside as he plots the butt. Gene Michael is hitting 266. 289 right handed, 258 left handed. Next pitch. He bunts it. Foul. And it's caught and dropped by McMillan, but. They say he dropped it in the act of throwing the first to try to make the double play. So, Michael is out. Cox gets back to first base without a throw. A line drive bunt that was grabbed on a nice catch by Ken McMullen. McMullen wanted to throw to first base, and in getting the ball from his glove into his throwing hand, he dropped it. But John Rice... And Russ Getz, the umpires, watching the play, both ruled that he had possession of it and lost it in the act of throwing. So Michael is out, one down, and Al Downing the batter. Downing, a right-hand hitter, whereas the bunt takes the pitch inside, ball one. Frank out at first base, holding Cox on. 1-0 pitch. Swung on and missed. The ball on the strike. Howard was charging in, and Downing took a big cut at it. Schellenbach looks down to Casanova. Kicks and deals. Downing... Squared to Bond and took the pitch for strike two. One ball and two strikes. Stretched by Schellenbach. And he deals. Fastball is a bit high. Two balls and two strikes. Schellenbach has a very unusual motion on the mound. He looks like he almost coils up and then uncoils, even on his stretch move. Straighten, hold to the belt. 2-2 two -two pitch. Downing fouls it back. Count rides 2-2. Two Cox at first, one down, no score. Schellenbach ready to work again. Here's the pitch. Curve is up high, and the count is full, three and two now on Al Downing. Horace Clark is on deck. Two pitch. Cox goes and Downing pops it up. Foul off the first base side. Cox back to first. Howard is under the foul ball. One hands it. And we're two away.
two outs. With Cox at first, and Horace Clark will try to move him around. Horst rattled out to third his first time up. He is now nine for 14 in the series, by far the most hits of any Yankee. Schellenbach ready to work now to Horace Clark, batting right-handed. Instead, he throws to first, and Cox is back. Larry Knapp watching the plays at first. Cox leads away again, the pitch to Clark. Low, ball one, and Clark bluffed the bunt that time. McMullen was laying back fairly deep. McMullen stays back. And the pitch. Swung on and popped up. Out near second base. Shortstop Eddie Brinkman is calling for it. He's under it and makes the catch behind second to retire the side. Well, the Yankees, no runs, despite a leadoff single by Bobby Cox. There are no senator errors, and Cox is stranded at first. So, at the end of two and a half, the score, New York nothing and Washington nothing. You know, lots of people go along drinking one beer and thinking it's just the greatest until someone comes along and shows them something better. That's what happened to Robert Jordan of Jackson Heights, New York, Raymond Church of Uncaville, Connecticut, and Gerald Leonard of Newark, New Jersey, and Bruce Thomas of Brooklyn. All of them have been regular drinkers of the biggest selling beer in the New York area. All of them participated in the big 1969 beer taste test. They tasted their regular beer without knowing it, and they tasted Peel's Real Draft, both in unmarked glasses. And you know what? They all preferred Peel. And the other top-selling beers in that dramatic taste test couldn't beat Peel's either. Peel's is a real draft beer, and draft beer tastes fresher and lighter. Just one taste is all it takes sometimes to convince people that Peel's is better than their beer. Convince yourself. Put Peel's Real Draft to the test today and enjoy the taste that can't be beat. Bottom half of the third inning, the Senators will start it off with their catcher, Paul Casanova. Casanova went two for three in the first game today. He is three for six in the series. Right-hand batter. Ted Williams again has stacked his lineup with right-hand hitters against the southpaw, Al Downing, just as he did against Fritz Peterson in the first game. Downing's first pitch. Casanova fouls it back. Peterson had only one bad inning in the first game, but it was a bad one. And it was the first inning. Before he got a man out, the Senators had scored five runs. And they made him hold up for a 5-4 to four win as the Yankees tried to climb out of the hole. Almost did, but not quite. In this game, we are scoreless. Downing's next pitch to Casanova. Check swing and a foul back into the seat.
No balls, two strikes to the lanky Washington catcher. Downing throws again, and he just misses. One and two. Downing so far, when he's been ahead of the hitters, hasn't nibbled too much. He's come right back. He did that with Bowens after he got two strikes on him. Bowens fouled off about four or five and then doubled. Downing throws again. A curveball is rocked on the ground. A third off Bobby Cox's glove, and it rolls away from him. Casanova takes the turn at first and holds on. That was one of those plays where Bobby Cox, for just a second, was uncertain whether to come in and play the hop or go back and play the hop. And the hops caught him right in between. He's charged with an error, and Casanova's on. It brings up the pitcher, Jim Schellenbach. He bats as he throws, left-handed. Schellenbach has had two hits in 19 at-bats, a 2.22 average. Cox looks for the bunt, so does Pepitone, and the throw to first base, Pepitone was not there. The ball rolls over toward the seat. Casanova around second, on his way to third. And he is in at third base. Pepitone, taking Downing, was going to throw to the plate, was charging for the bunt. And Downing spun around and threw to first base. Nobody was there but the base runner. Ball Casanova, and he is now at third. An error charge to Downing on the throw. Ball Casanova, who reached on an error by Cox, now goes from first to third on Downing's throwing error. Little meeting out at the mound as Ellis goes out and Pepitone comes in. the Yankees play the infield in tight on Schellenbach now. They probably will with a pitcher up there. And that's what they're going to do. Infield comes in. Casanova now at third. Nobody out. Downing short stretch. Here's the pitch. Curve is swung on and missed. Strike one. looks over to third base, sees Casanova, three, four-step lead. Now he takes another step. The pitch is hit slowly back toward the first base side. Downing picks it up, looks to third, throws to first in time. Casanova holds on the number down the first baseline. Downing got to it quickly. Had time to take a glance at third to be sure Casanova was not trying to score, and then had time to throw Schellenbach out at first. Here is Eddie Brinkman, the shortstop, with one away. Brinkman flies to right his first time up. Right hand hitter chokes way up on the bat handle, waiting for the pitch. Here it comes. The infield still in. There's a bounce to a short. Michael flags it down, holds Casanova, and throws over Pepitone's head. There goes Brinkman to second as Casanova scores. Michael made a good play on the ball and then threw it away. So the third error of the inning. The third error of the inning by the Yankees gives the Senators a gift run, and Washington leads one to nothing. That's a 
tough break for the Yankees and a good one for the Senators because Michael had held Casanova at third by fielding the ball and then threw it away at first base. Well, Casanova is across the plate. Brinkman is at second, and the batter now is Hank Allen. The Senators lead one to nothing. Allen flies to left his first time up. Wings in the first pitch. There's another high chopper to third. Cox has this one. Throws to first, not in time. Hank Allen beats it out for a base hit. Brinkman held at second. Cox gave a quick look to second for Brinkman, then through the first base, and he was not in time to get Hank Allen. Right now on New York Yankee baseball, let's pause for station identification. Hi, I'm Bill Edwardson. I'm the bird that wakes up the early birds. Join me weekday mornings from 6 to 10. It's a real eye-opener. On WGY Radio 81, Schenectady. Is Frank Howard. He struck out his first time up. One of those strange innings, the Senators score a run without a base hit, and then on a base hit, they can't move a man up. But that's the way it goes sometimes. The pitch to Howard is blind. Pass, Clark in the center, base hit. Around third, racing for the plate is Eddie Brinkman. He scores. Hank Allen stops to third, and the Senators lead to nothing. in for Frank Howard, his 69th of the season. And now Brad Allier, the batter with runners at first and third, one out, infield back and double played up. Ken Johnson is now throwing in the Yankee bullpen, downing pitch to Allier, swung on a missed strike one. The scoring here in the inning is not of Downing's doing completely. His throwing error did not help him. He holds the set and deals. Foul back, right two. And Cox made the play on Casanova, and uh, Michael the play on Brinkman. The inning would have been over. Aldier was called out on strikes his first time up. Downing has him down. Nothing in two now. The runners edge away. Allen at third. Howard at first. Here's the pitch. He fouls it back. Down holds at 0-2. Allen holding Howard on at first base. Two strike pitch. Low it inside. Blocked in the dirt by Johnny Ellis. And the count is a ball and two strikes. Ken McMullen waiting his turn on deck. They play Allier to pull all the way. And the pitch. Check swing, and it's a ball two, two and two. He went about halfway, ruled a check swing by 
Rush gets the plate umpire. Two-two pitch. Inside ball three and a full count. So, Ted Williams might uh, run Frank Howard now to try to fail in the double play. We'll see. Three balls, two strikes, and one out. <laughs> Playoff pitch coming. We'll watch Howard for you. He does not go. The pitch is swung on him. Missed strike three. And as far as the Senators are concerned, it's a good thing Howard did not go because Ellis... Could have thrown him out easily at second. Two away. That is the third strikeout for Downey. And now Ken McMullen, who's brought it out to the shortstop, Gene Michael, his first time up. Bevaton continues to hold against Howard at first. The infield to the left side and the pitch. McMullen fouls it away to the right side, back to the upper deck. Strike one. Senators leading. Good or nothing. Downing has the sign. Set and delivers. Fastball poured straight through for a strike. Nothing in two. Strike pitch to McMullen, foul to the right side, out of play. Cubs beat the Phillies six to nothing, and the Mets beat the Expos four to three. Those two battle along for honors in their division of the National League. Pittsburgh leads St. Louis three to nothing at the end of eight. Downing takes the sign. And the pitch. McMullen hits it right back through the box and out of the center field. On to score Hank Allen. Frank Howard legging it for third, and he slides in safe at third on the throw to third. McMullen goes to second. A run batted in for Ken McMullen, and the Senators lead three to nothing. It's a single for McMullen. He goes to second on the throw. Third, McMullen at second, two out. Sam Bowens will be the batter. That's McMullen's sixth run batted in of this series. He won the first game for the Senators with a three-run homer. Sam Bowens now the batter. He doubled his first time up. Pitch to him, high ball one. Senators show three runs on four hits. 
Downing deals. Curve is hit deep to left field. Roy White circling to his left. He's there now and makes the catch in deep left to retire the side. But the Senators score three runs on three hits. There were three Yankee errors and two men are left. At the end of three, the score is Washington three and the Yankees nothing. All three runs scored by the Senators are unearned due to errors by Cox, Downing, and Michael. On the scoreboard at the end of seven, Kansas City eight and Chicago four. Hernandez and Oliver have homered for Kansas City. That's the first game of two. Seattle at Minnesota for a doubleheader. At the end of seven and a half, it is Minnesota four and Seattle one. Frank Pulisi and Cesar Tovar have over for Minnesota. It was Pulisi's first and Tovar's second of the year. The other game's not yet underway. Uh, check that. Cleveland at Detroit is underway, and the first game is at the end of seven innings. Detroit leading by a score of six to one. Home run Harrelson for Cleveland. Yes, he's hit another one. His 16th of the year, and Tommy Trash for Detroit. His sixth of the season. Mets shaded Montreal 4-3 for Kuzman, Robertson the loser. Montreal scored two on Rusty Staub's homer in the first inning of the second game, and the Mets are now batting. Reed against Ryan. Pittsburgh blanks St. Louis, 3-0. Bunning the winner, Gibson the loser. Cincinnati 2, Houston 1 at the end of 4. Atlanta and San Diego scoreless at the end of 2.5. And, and Jerry Coleman will fill you in on other scores as he takes you through the middle three innings. Switcheroo time, and uh, ready to step in, along with Ron Woods at the plate, here is Jerry Coleman in the booth, Jerry. Okay, Frank, and the first pitch to Woods by Schellenbach is low, inside for a ball. Frank, where did you leave off on the score? Let me see who I didn't get in. Uh, Cubs shut out Philly 6 to nothing, and the Dodgers are trailing San Francisco 1 to nothing at the end of 1 and a half, and that's it. Okay, Frank, and Ron Woods right now is 2-0 against Jim Schellenbach. The Yankees trailing by three. The 2-0 pitch by the left-hander is right in there for a strike. It was a wild third inning that the Yankees had with the Senators batting. Three runs, three hits, three errors, and two men left. Woods, the right-hand batter, fouls it off. Two balls and two strikes. Ron Woods, in his first at-bat, flies to center field. He's 0 for 1. Woods came into the ball game batting at 2.53. The next one by Schellenbach, a check swing foul that gets away from Paul Casanova. 2 and 2, the count remains. Takes high and tight. Three and two. A curveball just missed. Yankees lost the first one. Five to four. Trail on this one. Three nothing in the top of the fourth. A full count to Woods. Shellen back ready. Delivers. Drilled hard. What a play. A great play by the third baseman, Ken McMullen. That brought everybody in this ballpark to their feet. A bullet. I mean, it sizzled. Went down the third baseline, Ken McMullen, 
grabbed it as it was going by him. It was literally by him when he caught it. What a great play by Ken McMullen. Well, that's what I call defense. Here's Bobby Mercer, bounced the first in the first inning and takes the ball this time as he attempted to bunt. Oh, what a play by Ken McMullen. As far as he could reach, caught it in the webbing. Hit high, but not too hard to right field. Moving in and under it is Sam Bones, and Mercer is out of there for the second out. Pepitone is stepping in. He lined to center field in the second inning. Pepitone waiting as Shellen back delivers and a curve drops on the corner for strike one. Yankees won the first two games, 4-3 to three and 3-1. Three to one. They dropped the first one this afternoon, 5-4, and trail in this one, 3-0. Pepitone takes outside, 1-1. One one. Pepe takes one on the corner for strike two. This Shellen back is deceptive. He's got a little better fastball than people realize. Pepitone waiting. Here's the one-two pitch. Curve is fouled back. And the count holds. One ball and two strikes. Joe the Pep in the first game went two for three. Raised his average to 247. Now the one-two pitch again. A curve, a high chopper toward first. Kicking foul. That ball bounced about eight feet in front of first base and about a foot foul kept going on the right side. One ball, two strikes. This infield, we were talking about it, maybe needs a saliva test, the way those balls have been bouncing. Some real big kangaroo hops this afternoon. Very hard. The one-two pitch. Just missed outside a sidearm fastball for two and two. A lot of umpires in the stands here. These uh, Washington fans are rabbit fans. Their ball club doing better than it's done in years. 47 and 45, two over 500. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Hit up the middle for a base hit. Joe Pepitone, still the toughest out on the Yankees, along with Roy White and Bobby Mercer, hung in there and drilled one hard up the middle. Second base hit off Schellenbach, and that'll bring up Roy White, who struck out in the second. Roy went down swinging. Schellenbach comes to a set position now as he looks at Pepitone and delivers to White inside for ball one. In the first game, the Yankees trailed five to nothing and battled back for four runs before going down. They're trailing right now 3-0, but this ball club never quits, always keeps pounding away, going for the runs if they can get them. White takes high and outside, 2-0. and 
John Ellis on deck, the young rookie catcher. Shellen back ready again, the 2-0 pitch, and White takes it on the corner for a strike. Roy White playing his third game since returning from his two-week stint on the service. Before this ball game, had moved his average to 299. Roy fouls one off now, two and two, a fastball at the letters and tight. They try to throw white slow breaking stuff and then jam them from the belt to the letters. Of course, this is a pattern that a lot of hitters get. It's a matter of when you throw it and how you throw it. The 2-2 delivery. Curve outside, three and two. So Pepitone will be moving on this one. Two outs, a full count to white. Shellen back the left-hander, sets, checks Pepitone, there he goes, the pitch to Roy is in the dirt for ball four, and the Yankees now have runners at first and second and two down, and the batter, the young rookie catcher, John Ellis. First walk given up by Schellenbach. right-hand hitter waiting as Schellenbach delivers and a curve gets the corner for strike one. John Ellis filling in for Frank Fernandez who's away in the service this weekend. Now the one strike pitch to Fernandez, or Ellis rather, is fouled off. Strike two. Schellenbach began his major league career with the Pittsburgh Pirates. He was purchased from the Pirates on waivers on May the 14th by Washington. He's got a 1-4 record so far. His first appearance against the Yankees. Fastball is over the head of Johnny Ellis. One ball, two strikes. Ellis bounced to short in the second inning. A Yankee of the future, young John Ellis. He can swing that bat. Now the one-two pitch. Gets away from the catcher. I thought it was a foul tip, but it isn't. It went right through the legs of Paul Casanova, and the runners move up. Pepitone to third, White to second. That's will go as a pass ball. Both runners moving up. Pepitone to third, White to second. So a base hit now can bring the Yankees right back into the ball game as they trail three to nothing. It's a 2-2 count to Johnny Ellis. It's possible that Casanova was crossed up. 
Schellenbach can go into his windup, and he does the pitch. Curveball hit on the ground, foul at third base. Hauser gets the ball, checks it over, and then flips it to Ken McMullen. The third or a first base coach will always try to get a ball if he can. It may stay in play so he can check it out. He may see something on the ball and then ask the umpire to look at it and have it thrown out if it's uh, marked. 2-2. Here's the next one. Alice waiting. Almost hit him. 3-2. and two. Bobby Cox on deck. He's got one of the two Yankee base hits. Schellenbach working rapidly, getting the side from Casanova. The tall left-hander is ready. Here's the payoff pitch to Ellis. It's hit on the fist foul on the right side. <laughs> that really hurt. Ellis came out of the batter's box, threw the bat down, and shook both hands. It's an expression they use in baseball is they just caught the bees. In other words, that bat rings in your hands, and it's like somebody giving you a little electric shock or something. It burns sometimes. It hurts so much. Three balls, two strikes. Pepitone at third, White at second, two outs. Johnny Ellis battling Jim Schellenbach. Here's the left-hander again. The pitch. Hit hard to center field. Hank Allen going back. Back. He's got it. That ball hit 400 feet into dead center field. Hank Allen moved back nicely, had it all away, and put up his glove and speared it at the last moment. The Yankees are out of there now. No runs. One hit, two men left, and after three and a half, Senators lead the Yankees three to nothing. You know what Alan Hutchins of Lake Hepatcon, New Jersey, looks for in a beer? Lightness, that's what. Same goes for James Brady of Astoria, New York. He likes a light beer, too. So does Herbert Semmel of Forest Hills, New York, and Gary Just of East Newark, New Jersey. They all prefer a beer that doesn't leave you feeling filled up. And when they participated in that dramatic 1969 beer taste test, well, naturally, they all preferred Peel's Real Draft. Real Draft means lighter-tasting beer. But Peel's has more than lightness. It's got smoothness, too, and mildness and flavor. It's no wonder those other top-selling brands just couldn't beat Peel's when they fought it out. In unlabeled bottles and unmarked glasses for the Eastern Championship of Beer. If you're looking for a beer with real championship taste, a beer that's in a league all its own, test Peel's Real Draft yourself. You'll be convinced, too. Well, just looking around the upper deck here at the RFK Stadium in Washington, D.C., the upper deck circles the entire playing field and out in center field there are a couple of banners we got a mike epstein fan club an ed brinkman fan club jim french has two fan clubs well, he's very popular today and no frank howard fan clubs out on this afternoon 
Al Downing, ready as we go into the fourth inning. It'll be Tim Cullen, the second baseman, and he takes the first pitch inside for ball one. Tim Cullen, second baseman, entered the game batting 207. The line to left in the second inning. It's one sharply into right field for a base hit. Solid drive, past Horace Clark, into right field for Tim Cullen to open up the bottom of the fourth. Now here comes Paul Casanova, who started all the theatrics in the third inning. He was safe on an error by Cox. Went to third on an error by Downing on an attempted pickoff play. And finally scored on an error. I take it back. Finally scored on a base hit by Hank Allen. Right now, Paul Casanova moves in. Takes a fastball high for ball one, and Downing looks in at the plate umpire. Russ gets as if to say, where was that one? And suddenly, the bullpen is up and moving once again. Ken Johnson, the big right-hander, has been up in the first game and again in this one. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Casanova drills a hard one into the gap in left center. Cullen on his way to third. Ron Woods. Cuts in front of the left fielder, White, and cuts it off. And Casanova has himself a base hit. The Senators have runners at first and third. Nobody out. Now to bring up the pitcher, Jim Schellenbach. Here's a final score. Those red-hot Minnesota Twins beat the Seattle Pilots in the first game, 5-2. to two. The winning pitcher, Cock, his record now is 9-6. and six, And the loser was Rogan Burke. Home runs, McNertney, number nine for Seattle. Frank Quillacy had his first, and Caesar Tobar had his second for the Minnesota Twins. Montreal leads the Mets two to one in the second game. The Mets won the first one four to three. That two to one score after one inning. Aichi had his 14th. For the Mets, and Rusty Staub hit his 11 for Montreal. Jim Schellenbach with runners at first and third on the Yankee infield in. The first pitch is swung on a miss for a strike. At third base, Cullen at first, Casanova. Downing, ready, set, delivers, and Schellenbach drills one to center field for a base hit. Coming into score with a fourth senator run is Tim Cullen. Down to second and holding is Paul Casanova. Safe at first on the line single to center is Jim Schellenbach, and that one brought manager Ralph House out of the Yankee dugout. is taking that slow stroll out there to talk to Downing. That's base hit number seven and the fourth run. Downing, Ellis, and Hauk having a chat on the mound. 
Oh, it looks as though uh, there's going to be a pitching change. Ken Johnson will be coming in for Al Downing. Downing went into the fourth inning and did not retire a man. Gave up seven hits. Al didn't walk anybody. He struck out three and gave up four runs, two of them unearned. Al was the victim of some loose fielding in the third inning that hurt him when the Senators got their first three runs. So Ken Johnson will come on to pitch to Ed Brinkman, and while we wait for him to warm up, we'll go over the scoreboard for you and bring up the date on the action in the American and the National. Boston at Baltimore plays a twilight single game. That starts about 5 o'clock, I think. In the first game, Kansas City 8, the White Sox 4, they're playing the ninth. Hernandez and Oliver have homered in that game for Kansas City. In the first of a pair, California scored two in the top of the first inning. They're playing the Oakland A's in Oakland, McLaughlin against Nash. In the first of a doubleheader, Minnesota beat Seattle 5-2. Cott got the win. Rogan broke the loss. Home run by McNurtney for Seattle. Quillacy and Tobar for Minnesota. Second game hasn't started yet. In the ninth inning, the Tigers lead Cleveland 6-1. Hargan against Wilson. Harrelson hit a 16 for Cleveland. Tresh got number six for Detroit in the fifth inning with a man on. That's the first of a pair. In the National League, the Mets beat the Montreal Expos 4-3 in the first game. Kuzman got the win. Robertson the loss. Second game, Montreal 2, the Mets 1 after an inning and a half. Reed against Ryan. A.G. had his 14th. Staub hit his 11th. The Pirates stopped the St. Louis Cardinals, who were red hot. The Cards had won eight of nine, but it was the Pirates three, the Cardinals nothing. Bunning got the win, and Gibson got the loss. His record now 11 and seven. Clemente hit his 13th in the eighth with two men on for the Pirates to hand Pittsburgh the win. In the second game, no action as yet. The Cubs beat the Phillies in the first game six nothing, and it's one one after an inning and a half of the second. Palmer against Colburn in that second game. Holtzman got the win on the first. Sando hit his 18th for the Cubs. Cincinnati four, Houston one after five and a half. That's a single game. San Diego leads the Braves one to nothing after four, also a single game. Phil Necro, who's won 14, is going up against his brother Joe Necro. Phil for the Braves, Joe for San Diego. Giants lead the Dodgers one nothing after two and a half. McCormick against Singer. Back to the action here, Ed Brinkman coming up against Ken Johnson with runners at first and second. Nobody out in a run across, and Brinkman fouls the first pitch back for strike one. Ed Brinkman lined to right and safe on an error by Gene Michael. Ken Johnson 0-2 so far this year, making his eighth appearance of the season. Looks like Mike Kekich may be warming up for the Yankees in the bullpen. The ball is bunted. It's a good one. Johnson has to go to first base. He got him on a great play. A sacrifice, one three. As Casanova goes to third and Schellen back to second. I looked for a minute as though Brinkman had himself a base hit. Uh, 
that is not uh, Mike Keckage throwing. That's John Cumberland who's throwing in the Yankee bullpen. Just to keep the record straight. Here's Hank Allen with runners at second and third. The Yankee infield tight. Senators leading 4 nothing. A knuckleball over the head of Hank Allen. Ball one. Ken Johnson ready again. The 1-0 pitch to Hank Allen is high and dropped by Johnny Ellis, but right in front of him. Two balls and no strikes. This is really a tough spot for a young catcher. A knuckleballer like that. John Ellis hasn't seen too many knuckleball pitchers, so he'll have his hands full with Ken Johnson out there. Johnson getting the sign from Ellis. Here's the pitch to Allen, the knuckleball right in there. Two balls, one strike. That's the bread and butter pitch of Ken Johnson, the knuckleball. He's one of the few guys who pitched a no-hitter and lost. Here's the 2-1 delivery. High pop, left side, near the seats. Cox over at the railing and can't get to it. Well, we're waiting for people to recover. It's New York Yankee baseball. We pause for station identification. Hi, Harry Downey speaking. Every day it's music and mystery. Stay close weekdays, 10 to 11.30 a.m. and 1 to 3 p.m. here on WGY Schenectady. Johnson gets a sign once again from Johnny Ellis. Here's the next one, and Hank Allen takes it over his head for three and two. Ken Johnson pitched a no-hitter against Cincinnati on April the 23rd, 1964, but lost the game on two errors in the ninth inning. Johnson, a big man, 6'4", over 200 pounds, into the windup again. Here's the pitch. Allen drills one to Michael. It's short. There's a play at the plate. And they very easily have Paul Casanova. So we have two down now. Schellenbach holds at second base. Hank Allen safe on the fielder's choice at first. And the play went 6-2. That was a good play by Gene Michael on a grass cutter to the shortstop. Frank Howard struck out and singled the center to drive in a run. Shellen back at second. Hank Allen at first, and Frank Howard pops one up on the left side. Cox near the railing again, and he won't reach this one. started the ball game. Was knocked out here in the fourth inning on three successive singles by Cullen, Casanova, and Schellenbach. Johnson to Howard almost hit him as he backs away. A ball and a strike. That knuckleball is unpredictable. It dances. 
Johnson ready again. Oh, Frank Howard got a hold of one. Oh, look at it go. Way in the upper deck. to believe it, that went halfway up in the upper deck in deep left field, and the Senators now lead 7 to nothing. Home run number 33 for the big man. He's one behind Reggie Jackson. RBIs, 69, 70, and 71. Oh, did he hit it. Here's Brad Allier. Swings and misses. Strike one. Two of the runs that scored were charged to Downing, one of them to Ken Johnson. There's a high fly, short left, Michael going back, waiting for it. He's got it, and Alye is out of there, and so are the Senators. But not before they came up with four runs on four base hits. No Yankee errors. Nobody left. And the score after four innings of play, Washington seven, the Yankees nothing. We asked Ralph Probasco of West Orange, New Jersey, what he looked for in a beer. And what did he say? Movement. That's what. And when we asked Ernest Dickinson of Norwich, Connecticut, he said it too. Movement. We got the same answer from Arnold Bloom of Jamaica, New York, and Ronald Gordon of New Brunswick, New Jersey. They all like a smooth-tasting beer. And when they all took part in that big 1969 beer taste test, they picked beer. So did lots of other beer drinkers. There were three other well-known brands in the contest, too. But none of them could beat Peel's Real Draft Beer. How come? Well, it's not just that Peel's has the smoothness people look for in a beer. Peel's is a real draft beer. And draft beer tastes lighter, tastes fresher, when you put them all together, smoothness, lightness, freshness, you've got Peel's Real Draft, the beer with a taste that can't be beat. Try it. Just one taste and you'll be ready to join all those people who've switched to Peel's Real Draft. Well, in a in-between-the-games doubleheader interview with Ted Williams, he said that Frank Howard had as much power as any man he'd ever seen. And if you saw that shot, you'd believe it. That thing took off, got upstairs, looked around, and headed for left field. And when it got there, it landed in the aisle midway in the upper deck and then kicked back on the field. Well, I'll tell you, that ball had to be hit close to 500 feet. The Senators take a commanding 7 to nothing lead as we go into the fifth inning. And now it'll be Bobby Cox, Gene Michael, and a possible pinch hitter for Ken Johnson. Oh, 
Bobby Cox takes strike one from Jim Schellenbach. Cox had an infield single in the third inning. Senators won the first one five to four, and they've got that big seven nothing lead in the fifth inning of the second. The ball is in the dirt, one and one to Cox. Bobby came into the game batting 2-0-2. Here's the 1-1 one -one pitch. Fastball misses low and inside. Two balls and a strike. Well, you never know. We've said it before, and we'll have to say it again. It's never over until the last out. A lot of strange things happen. Well, we just got a confirmation. The ball landed in the aisle on the upper deck, estimated distance only 502 feet. Here's the 3-1 pitch, and Cox takes it high for ball four. Second walk given up by Schellenbach, and that's something right there that will bother manager Ted Williams with a seven-run lead, walking a batter. They'd rather make them hit their way on if they can. Here's a final score, Kansas City eight, the White Sox four, the winner was Bunker, and the loser, Nyman. Gene Michael stands up there and takes a curve in there for strike one. Billy Cowan is in the on-deck circle, so he'll bat for Kenny Johnson. Michael lined to the third baseman. Ken McMullen on a bunt, no less, and McMullen made a fine play. Gene takes low, a ball and a strike. Another thing that might have happened to Schellenbach if he does run into a little wild and here, he was on through most of that inning, and sometimes it'll tire a pitcher when he's on base. There's a foul back by Michael, a ball and two strikes. Here's another final score. Detroit beat the Indians six to one. The winner was Earl Wilson. The loser, Steve Hargan. The one-two pitch coming up as Michael waits and a curveball over his head, almost a wild pitch for two and two. Senators, seven runs, eight hits, no errors. The Yankees, no runs, two hits, and three errors. Schellenbach ready again at the belt. The pitch. Well hit and a great stab by McMullen again. A diving catch. What an afternoon he's had. That's the second one. He robbed Woods on a play like it. This time he was a little closer to the ground as he grabbed one that robbed Gene Michael of extra bases. Two great, great plays by Ken McMullen. Here's Billy Cowan. Bobby Cox goes back to first and holds on. Billy Cowan seeing action for the first time today. Batting 170. Got one home run and three RBIs. Eight for 47, and he takes high and tight for ball one. Ken 
McMullen has made two great plays, one on Woods, one on Michael, and another fine play on Michael on an attempted bunt. Strike right in there to Cowan. But the line drives that he caught off Woods and Michael were tremendous plays. Now the 1-1 pitch. Cowan hits the chopper to McMullen at third. He goes to second for one. The throw to first, not in time. Cox is forced at second base. The play going five to four. Billy Cowan down at first on the fourth play, and that'll bring up the leadoff man, Horace Clark, who is 0 for 2. Horace bounced to third and popped to short. We're in the top of the fifth. Senators with a commanding 7 0 lead. Don't forget the Yankees return to the stadium Tuesday afternoon for a day doubleheader against the Boston Red Sox. First game starts at 1 o'clock. Clark hits one into short right. Going back is Cowan. He can't get it. It drops for a base hit, and Cowan wisely holds on at second base. So Clark gets himself a base hit in the short right field. Forrest is now four for seven on the afternoon. He had three hits in the first game. Ron Woods, the batter, slide to center and was out on that spectacular catch by Ken McMullen, 0 for 2. Yankees have runners at first and second. Schellenbach delivers and Woods pops it up in the infield. Brinkman is calling for it as Undred, he's got it, and the side is retired. For the Yankees, no runs on a base hit, two men left. The score after four and a half, Washington seven, Yankees nothing. For hundreds of years, fine china has been prized for its delicate translucent beauty and its regal splendor. Now Atlantic brings you fine china from across the sea at a fantastically low price. It's called Royal Elegance, and it captures the charm and grace of expensive fine china. A four-piece place setting of Royal Elegance can now be yours for only 99 cents from participating Atlantic dealers with your purchase of eight gallons of gasoline. This offer may vary in some states. Each four-piece place setting consists of a cup, saucer, dinner plate, and bread and butter plate. You can charge your place settings and accessory pieces of Royal Elegance on your Atlantic Richfield credit card. You will be proud to display Royal Elegance to your guests on special occasions, but you'll also enjoy Royal Elegance every day because it's delicate in appearance only. Royal Elegance takes steady wear and repeated soakings in your dishwasher, but still keeps its regal bearing. Start your collection of Royal Elegance at your participating Atlantic station. Royal Elegance will make your table fit for a king. Third pitcher of the ball game for the Yankees. Coming on now, and it's John Cumberland, the young left-hander. Cumberland will be pitching to Ken McMullen, Sam Bowens, and Tim Cullen. And you might hear the hand that they're giving to Ken McMullen for two spectacular catches.
Cumberland in his first Major League outing in 1969. Drifting near the line, now coming on fast. It's in foul territory and drops it. That ball held up there. White, I think, thought he had it. He kept coming, and then suddenly you could see that the wind was holding it, and White did all he could do to get to it, but dropped it. And they're not charging Roy with an error on that one. John Cumberland had a record of 8-3 and three at Syracuse, and this is his first outing for the Yankees since having been called up. John was called up last week. The one-strike pitch now to Ken McMullen is outside 1-1. One and one. Fifth inning. Senators lead 7-0. They won the first one 5-4, and Cumberland delivers a fastball and catches the corner at the knees for strike two. Cumberland, 22 years old, was 22 on May the 10th. Here's the 1-2 pitch. It's low. 2-2. Two two. Outfield is shifted to the left side for Ken McMullen. McMullen bounced to short. He was out on a fine play by Michael and singled to center. First game, he had a three-run homer and a double. And two great plays in the second game. The 2-2 two -two pitch is high and outside for three and two. A full count now. McMullen, long, lean, right-hand hitter, waiting. Cumberland, chunky southpaw, delivers inside ball four. Cumberland walks the first man he faces, Ken McMullen. Now here's Sam Bowen, who doubled the left, line to left. The big man in the ball game, and the second one is Frank Howard, who's driven in four runs with a single and a homer, and that home run... An estimated 502 feet. Estimated 502 feet, that is. Sammy Bowen takes outside for a ball. John Ellis ran out to say something to Cumberland. And if you're looking at the future of the Yankees, it's right there. In that chat between the plate and the mound, John Cumberland, 22, John Ellis, only 20. The 1-0 pitch coming up. Bowen takes a curve. It drops right in there. A ball on a strike. Cumberland again at the belt. Curve misses inside, 2-1. Bill, have we had attendance figures? Not yet, huh? 
got a big crowd here. We're kind of anxious to find out just how many. Now the 2-1 delivery as Cumberland kicks. Let's it go. It's popped up behind the plate. Now the 2-1 delivery as Cumberland kicks. Let's it go. It's popped up behind the plate. Ellis near the screen is back there. He makes it easily for the out. One away. Cullen, line to left, single to right, and scored a run. Second baseman, one for two in this game. Cullen went 0 for 4 on the first one. Cumberland to Cullen, fastball outside, ball one. at third, Michael at short, Clark at second, in tight, double play depth, Pepitone holding against McMullen at first. Tim Cullen choking way up in the bat, deep in the box from the right side, and here's a pitch by Cumberland on the corner for a strike. One and one the count. Gives a sign as Cumberland sets again. Cullen pops it up on the right side, moving back and under it. The catcher, Johnny Ellis, he's got it for the second out. And he goes after those pop-ups very nicely. Two down now, and here is Paul Casanova, the catcher. One for two. of the fifth. Washington seven, Yankees nothing. The Senators got the first one five to four. Peterson lost that first one and Casey Cox got the win in relief. Casanova fouls one off, strike one. white clouds drifting over D.C. Stadium, or I should say RFK Stadium. It was recently uh, commemorated in honor of Robert F. Kennedy. Now the one-strike pitch, Casanova hits it high in the air to left field. Roy White back near the fence, at the fence. He's got it for the foot out. That ball, five feet more, would have been out of here. For Washington in the fifth, no runs, no hits, no Yankee errors, and one man left. And the score after five full innings of play, Senators seven runs on eight hits, the Yankees no runs on three hits. Everyone can use another set of dishes, especially fine china. So how would you like to have a beautiful set of fine china that you can use for extra special occasions as well as everyday dining? You can, and it will only cost you a fraction of what you'd expect to pay for quality fine china. 
Thanks to participating Atlantic dealers, you can now purchase a four-piece play setting of elegant fine china for only 99 cents with each eight gallons of Atlantic gasoline. This offer may vary in some states. We call this fine china royal elegance. Graceful tulips in a subtle, eye-pleasing silver gray set against a soft white background. Surrounding each dish, a thin line of regal silver. Each four-piece plate setting of cup, saucer, dinner plate, and bread and butter plate is yours for an unbelievably low price. Accessory pieces can also be purchased, and all can be charged on your Atlantic Richfield credit card. Let your family dine royally every day. Serve them on royal elegance. It's a dish fit for a king. For the Yankees, going into the sixth inning, it'll be Bobby Mercer, Joe Pepitone, and Roy White facing the starting left-hander, Jim Schellenbach. He has been uh, granted a big, fat seven-run lead right now. Senators coming up with three in the third, four in the fourth. Six of the runs have been charged to Al Downing, one to Ken Johnson. and his first start against the Yankees. Not only his first start, but his first major league appearance against them. Bobby Mercer moving in. Bounce the first, fly to right. Mercer takes a curveball outside for ball one. The field is bathed in sunlight with the exception of the home plate area. But now it goes into shadow as Mercer takes a strike, one and one. A lot of clouds drifting over and the sun is popping in and out. Here's the one-one pitch to Bobby. On the corner for strike two. Shelling back again. Into the windup. Mercer takes one in the dirt. Two and two. The shadow is about midway between the mound and the plate. That's the only dark part of the ballpark now as the sun has popped out brilliantly. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and Mercer takes call strike three. Got him on the corner. For Schellenbach, only his second strikeout. Well, I don't have to tell you that Joe Pepitone is moving in. He lined the center and singled the center. Schellenbach is ready. Here's a pitch, and Pepitone takes ball one. 
left-hander has the sign now into the windup, delivers, and Pepitone drills one right for a base hit. He'll go for two on this one if Sam Bowens goes into the corner. The ball gets away from him. Pepe's going to try for three, and he'll make it. Joe Pepitone triples down the right field line, and as he did, he got to third base. The fans are booing, and he put up both hands with a victory sign. That brought him to life. Look at him. There, he's turning around looking at him, and they're jumping up and waving. Pepitone's mad, and when he gets mad, he's a good ball player. I don't know what Joe has done to deserve this, but wherever he goes, he gets it. One out. Pepitone at third. The batter, Roy White, who struck out and walked. Second hit for Pepitone in this game as White fouls this one off for a strike. The ball got by Sam Bowens down the line and right. Had he come up with it, Pepitone would have been held to a double. Joe is two for three in the first game. He's uh, two for three in this one, so he's four for six on the afternoon. White takes a slider that misses inside. One and one. Senators seven, Yankees nothing. Washington got the first game five to four. The one-one pitch to White on the ground to his left. Brinkman, he can't get it. Coming in to score the first Yankee run is Joe Pepitone, and it's a seven-to-one ball game. And the fans start again. kiss as he walked off. Oh, they were really on him and Joe got there and just blew him a kiss as he walked into the dugout. Roy White comes up with an RBI. He's on a first base and the batter now is Johnny Ellis who pops it back and out of play for strike one. White comes up with his 43rd RBI. I had a long talk with Joe the other night, and he said that doesn't bother him at all. In fact, he kind of likes it. Now, when he came off the field, the fans were all up and hooting at him. He just blew them all a kiss and went into the dugout. There's a swing and a foul back by Ellis for strike two. Five base hits off Schellenbach. Yankees trailing 7-1 to one now as they break the ice in the top of the sixth. Ellis takes inside a ball and two strikes. Something to White at first base. Not much you can say now because Roy isn't going to go anyplace. High curveball makes it two and two. This is a great uh, defensive position for the team that's ahead. They're ahead that far. Nobody's going to take any chances here. You just play back and wait. The two two pitch now. 
Ellis hits one to center field, not as deep as the last one, and waiting for it is Hank Allen, having a little trouble with the sun, but makes the play. Two down, and the batter will be Bobby Cox, who singled and walked. Great thing about uh, young Johnny Ellis, he's only 20 years old in the big leagues for the first time. He doesn't strike out. He gets a piece of the ball. No hits in this game, but he bounced to short, lined to center, and fly to center. Cox takes a curve inside for a ball. White drifting off first, the 1-0 pitch. Inside, two balls and no strikes. Schellenbach getting the sign once again. Kicks, delivers, and Cox takes a strike. Two and one. The 2-1 pitch coming up. There goes White. Cox takes it, and no play on Roy. It kicks off his leg and into left field. He'll go to third base. So that'll be a stolen base and an error. Charge to Paul Casanova. With Frank uh, Howard playing back as far as he was, White figured, well, why not? And he did. That's stolen base number 11. Roy White, he ends up at third on the throwing error by Paul Casanova. There are a few ball players on the senator bench who will have a few comments about that one. They feel it might be taking advantage. Bobby Cox now has a two-ball, one-strike count. Schellenbach ready, delivers, and Cox takes it inside. Make that three balls in one strike. That's ball four. Third walk given up. Cox has two of them. Now here's Gene Michael, who has had a lot of trouble with Ken McMullen. He attempted to bunt for a base hit. It was sort of a line drive bunt, and McMullen made a fine play. And then Ken McMullen made a spectacular grab of a line drive that was going by him as he dove for it and speared it. Gene Michael with runners at first and third. Takes a strike. White at third, Cox at first, the one-strike pitch in the dirt, one and one. The one-one pitch coming up. Schellenbach at the belt. The arm comes over, and it's strike two, one and two, and now it's pause for station identification. 
Hi, Terry Lester here. Kick those late afternoon blues. Keep happy from 3 to 7 p.m. weekdays on WGY Schenectady Radio 81. Shellum back, getting the sign from his catcher, Casanova. Shakes him off once. Now he's got it. At the belt again, Michael Waits. Change up, hit high in the air to left field. Going after it is Grant Allier. Circling under it, makes the play, and the side is retired. For the Yankees, one run. Two base hits, two men left, and after five and a half innings of play, the Senators lead the Yankees seven to one. Give a good mechanic a bad break. A good mechanic at Fuller Road, Sunoco, Fuller Road, Albany. He buys his brake parts from Leach, Albany. Give a good mechanic a bad break. You'll find one at Fuller Road, Sunoco, Fuller Road, Albany. Buying his brake parts from Leach, Albany. One of the great bargains of history. We bought Alaska. Today, another great bargain. Pontiac Grand Prix. Longest hood in the industry. Cockpit you might find in a jet. Available now for what you'd expect to pay for an ordinary car. Pontiac Grand Prix. One of the great bargains of history. Don't miss this great bargain of history. A 69 Grand Prix at your local authorized Pontiac dealer. set to go in the bottom of the sixth inning. John Cumberland on the mound for the Yankees, and we're waiting for Jim Schellenbach to come up for the Washington Senators. The Senators lead 7-1. to one. We're in the bottom of the sixth, and they won the first game 5-4. to four. Pepitone, who's been getting a riding throughout this second ball game more than in the first, gave the fans on the first base side the victory sign. Here's Schellenbach. Swings of the first pitch from Cumberland and misses for strike one. Schellenbach has won for two, scored a run and drove in a run in the fourth inning. Cumberland, the third Yankee pitcher. Delivers, and Schellenbach gets another base hit. He lost one over the head of Pepitone. Two for three for Jim Schellenbach. That'll bring up the shortstop, Ed Brinkman. Brinkman is 0 for 2. Line to right, safe on an error, and then sacrifice. Brinkman waiting. Cumberland sets, delivers, and Ed fouls it off on the right side, drifting into the seats. Washington, seven runs, nine hits, one error. The Yankees, one run, five hits, and three errors. 
Cumberland at the belt again. Curve is high this time to Brinkman for one and one. In that first game, the Washington Senators got all their runs in the first inning. A two-run single by Brant Allier and a three-run homer by Ken McMullen. They hung on to win five to four. Brinkman takes inside from Cumberland. Two balls and a strike. Mike Kekich is throwing in the Yankee bullpen. Got a couple of people going in the Senator bullpen. Cumberland, the 2-1 pitch, and Brinkman hits the chopper up the middle. Clark behind second base to Michael for one. Throw to first, not in time. That was a fine play by Horace Clark. But Ed Brinkman, who moved down that line, beat the relay to first. Hank Allen stepping in. One for three. Fly to left. Single. Hit into a fielder's choice. Jim Miles and Barry Moore warming up for Washington. There's a drive to center field. Way back there. Woods on his horse near the gate. He can't get it off the wall. Brinkman heading for third. He's being waved in. Allen heading for third. He's got a triple. Now the Senators lead 8-1. to one. Coming all the way around from first base, scoring a run. Hank Allen coming up with an RBI and a triple. For Hank Allen, his third triple of the year. He can run. And now the Senators, with ten base hits, lead by seven. It's an 8-1 to game, and that'll bring up Frank Howard. And he has been poisoned in this second game. He struck out in the first inning. Single to drive in a run in the third and hit a 502-foot home run in the fourth inning to drive in three more. And they're going to walk him to pitch to Brent Allier. Frank Howard getting an intentional pass. And the fans don't like it. received his 54th walk and what is it July the 13th about half of the season gone last year during the entire year he walked 54 times so he has matched already his entire output for base on balls of last season here is Brent Allier struck out twice and popped to short one out runners at first and third a run across Cumberland sets and delivers, and Allier follows it off. Strike one. I should have said follows it off. Strike one.
Sutherland ready again at the belt. The pitch. Allier hits it deep to center field. Tagging up is Allen. Halfway is Howard. Hank Allen comes in easily for the second run in this inning. And now it's the Senators' nine and the Yankees' one. A sacrifice fly for Brad Allier, his first RBI in the game. McMullen, the third baseman, who is one for two, stepping in with Frank Howard at first. Senators are commanding nine to one lead in the bottom of the sixth. They won the first one five to four. And McMullen takes low for ball one. Largest crowd since opening day, 31,700 watching this doubleheader. McMullen takes inside. That's about a total of 70,000 for the uh, four-game series. At 22 the first night, 16-9 yesterday, and now 31-7. So that's 20,000 more than they expected for this series. There's a fastball inside of McMullen, 3-0. Senators projected about 50,000 for the three days and four games, and they ended up getting 70. Well, the Yankees continue to draw on the road. and tight to Ken McMullen. He gets the base on balls. The third given up by Cumberland. On the road, the Yankees have drawn 760,000. Yankees continue to be an attraction. Sam Bowen doubled Line to left, foul to the catcher. Howard at second base. McMullen at first, two outs, two runs in. John Cumberland at the belt. The pitch to Bowens, outside, ball one. again. Bowen's waiting. Here it is, and it's in there, one and one. The one-one pitch. Curve right in there. A ball and two strikes. This is a beautiful day for baseball, but as far as the Washington people are concerned, uh, they would rather see some rain coming around here. What a very, very dry summer. The one-two pitch. Bowens fouls it back. Count holes, one ball, two strikes. 
This is the best of the three days that we had down here. Friday night, it was very threatening with rain, humid, hot, in general, miserable. Saturday, a little bit better, but kind of like that. Today, though, the humidity has gone out of the air, even though the temperatures were predicted in the 90s. Not nearly as bad as it was the first two days. Now the 1-2 pitch. Bowens hits one to left field. Roy White waiting for it. He's under it. He's got it. Oh, was sharply hit, but White was right there. Senators, two runs. Two base hits, two men left. The score after six full innings of play, Washington nine and the Yankees one. And on the scoreboard, Baltimore and Boston, Longborg against McNally. McNally shooting for his 13th straight, no action as yet. In the first game, Kansas City beat Chicago eight to four. The second game, the White Sox lead one to nothing after one. In the first of a pair, California two, Oakland nothing after three. In the first of a doubleheader, Minnesota beat Seattle 5-2. The second game, no score after one. Detroit 6, Cleveland 1 in the first game. The second game, no score after one inning of play. In the National League, the Mets beat Montreal 4-3 in the first game. And Montreal leads 3-2 after three innings of the second. Pittsburgh beat the Cardinals in the first game 3-0. There's a scoreless duel in that second game after two and a half between Ellis and Bryles. Cubs beat the Phillies six to nothing in the first of a doubleheader, and they lead two to one after four and a half in the second game. Houston came up with seven in the seventh inning to lead Cincinnati nine to four. That's a single game. That's after seven innings of play. San Diego leading the Braves one to nothing after seven. The Giants leading the Dodgers 2-1 after 5. In a doubleheader here, the Senators won the first one 5-4, and moving into the seventh inning of the second game, they lead 9-1, a commanding eight-run lead. And now to carry you down to the wire in these final three, here's the scooter, Phil Rizzuto. Thank you, Jerry, and Bill Robinson's coming up to bat for John Cumberland here in the top of the seventh. Pitch by Schellenbach is in there, strike one call. Bernie Allen has moved in to play second base. And Tim Cullen has moved from second base to shortstop. Eddie Brinkman out of the ball game. Fast ball is low, one and one. Robinson pinch hit in the first game. It was a big play. He bounced into a force play, then tried to go from first to third on a single by clock, was thrown out. Bounces one over the middle. Cullen's got to throw to first. Good play. He's out. Man, I tell you, what a target that Frank Howard is at first base. Now, Cullen threw that ball about 15 feet, it looked like, over his head. And he just reached up and plucked it out of the sky. One away. And now Horace Clark. Horace has bounced to third, popped to short, and single to right. Sam Bowens moves way in in right field, still coming in. The pitch to Clark is low ball one, on deck run Woods. (laughs) 
done it is really putting it all together in this twin bill. Defensively, offensively, pitching. There's a ground ball. Cullen, who has left, knocks it down, can't make the play. It hit him off the chest as it took a bad hop. Official score has been very tough today. There it is, error six. Never hit his glove. It took a bad hop and hit him right off the chest. Here's Ron Woods fly to center, line to third, and pop to short. Pitch to Woods, swing and a miss, strike one. The Montreal Royals came up with three runs in the fourth. They lead the Mets six to two. Montreal Expo. Hey, Schellenbach picks up a ground ball and throws it in his center field. And moving to third is Horace Clark. So I just got through saying that the Senators putting it all together offensively and defensively, and they go and make two errors. And the Yankees have runners at first and third. Schellenbach knocked down a hard smash that would have gone through for a base hit. Then he picked it up and threw it right in the center field. So Clark is at third. Woods is at first. The batter Bobby Mercer. Bobby's 0 for 3 in this second game. Bounced to first, blind to right, and struck out. Pitch to Bobby, a curve low ball one. Pepitone on deck. Wait till he comes up. This crowd will go wild. The stretch. The pitch bounce ball outside of first. Almost got Elspin Howard in the coaching box. One ball, one strike on Mercer. Nine to one, the Senators lead. They took the first game five to four. Bobby has the time at the plate. Here's the stretch. Curve is high, two balls and a strike. Paul Casanova has caught both ends of his twin bill. He'll be a tired young man tonight. Many times as he's had to get up and down. A left-hander ready. Pitch is popped up. The infield fly. Nope, he's out. Allen makes the catch. It's not the infield fly rule. There were runners at first and third. And listen to the crowd with Pepe coming up. No, Pepe, don't. He's put on quite a show here today for these fans. 
And I said, you got to have a gimmick, and Joe's got it. Whether they come out to boo your cheer, and I boo Joe, not in a nasty way. And there they're giving it the thumbs-down treatment. You think you're in the Forum or the Coliseum in Rome. Rome to the Lions. That's what they're doing. Thumbs down. Pepitone blowing kisses all over the park, giving the peace sign. Joe drops his bat at the plate and the crowd roars. Pepe's had quite a series. In this game, he has lined hard to center, single to center, and triple. with Casanova before he's ready. Two out. Runners at first and third. The pitch to Pepe. A curve high ball one. In this series so far, Pepitone has been at bat 14 times with eight hits. It's just about the best series Joe has had all year. The stretch. The pitch is popped up. The second baseman, Bernie Allen, is under it and takes it. For the Yankees, no runs, no hits. There were two errors and two men left. And at the end of six and a half, it's Washington nine, the Yankees one. This is a commercial for squirrels and frogs and blue jays and chipmunks and anyone else who calls the forest home. Over the years, they've all become a little leery of us people with our cigarettes and campfires. And they've got a pretty strong case. Just last year, for example, we started about 90% of the fires that destroyed their nests and their thickets. People like you and me did. People who would never dream of starting a forest fire. So all we're asking is, this year be a little extra careful. Because that's where we've got it all over the animals. People can think before they strike. We're capable of change. has come in now to do the pitching for the Yankees here as we get ready for the bottom of the seventh. The left-hander, Mike Kekich, taking over for the left-hander, John Cumberland. Facing John, rather, Mike Kekich. Senators lead 9 to 1. They scored 3 in the third, 4 in the fourth, and 2 in the sixth. Yankees picked up their one run in the top of the sixth inning. 
tonight, Tim Collins steps in. day in the nation's capital. Pitched by Kekic is hit high in the air to left field. Roy White is right there. Flips the glasses down, makes the catch, and it's one out. That brings up Paul Casanova, reached on an error, singled, and fly deep to left. with a red golf glove to match his red batting helmet and red stocking. One out, bottom of the seventh. Package takes and throws a curve in there, strike one. Changeup hit on the ground in the hole, backhanded by Michael, a long throw is low, dug out by Pepe on a beautiful play. That's the second great play Pepe has made like that today. Michael went deep in the hole and threw it hard, but it was low, and look at Pepe. The crowd getting on him, he's talking right back to them. Two men are out. And it brings up Jim Schellenbach, who's two for three in this ball game. Hit to the box and single twice. And he gets a fine hand. Pitch by Tekish is right in there, strike call. The fastball is low, one on one. Curve is hit high in the air to straightaway center field. Ron Woods has to go back, turns now, makes the catch. That ball was hit well. Three up, three down. And the score at the end of seven full innings, Washington nine, the Yankees one. The Red Sox are coming to town on... It happens every day in tens of thousands of homes every morning. People get up, get into their cars, and drive to work. Some of them stop and fill up with Atlantic Imperial gasoline, which isn't a bad idea. Because sooner or later, somewhere on your way to work, you're going to run into heavy, sluggish traffic. You're going to get involved in today's typical stop-and-go traffic. And now that Atlantic stop is really going to pay off. Oh, sure, Atlantic Imperial is just great for open highway driving. It's blended to give you all the power you need for a smooth, clean ride. But when you run into traffic, your engine wasn't designed to perform best at slow speeds. Lucky for you, Imperial was. It's made to combust cleanly and completely, even when you're inching along. You see, Atlantic Imperial pays off for you at any speed, from zero to sixty. 
Atlantic Imperial is just your speed. Atlantic Imperial, a product of Atlantic Richfield Company. So the Yankees in the top of the eighth will have Roy White, John Ellis, and Bobby Cox to face Jim Schellenbach. Schellenbach, the left-hander, has allowed just five base hits. Roy White has one of those five. He has also walked and struck out. Len Bamer has come in from the bullpen, so Bamer will probably go into the ball game somewhere along the way here. Ralph Hobb, give him a little playing time. He might even try him as a catcher. The pitch to White is over strike call. Bamer has been doing a lot of catching and batting practice in the event that one of the catchers gets hurt. Low curve, low, one on one. Sam Bowen, way over in right center field on Roy White. Foul off the end of the bat. A ball and two strikes. Jim Schellenbach uses more rosin than any pitcher I've seen. Foul back in the seats out of play. Every pitch he goes to that rosin bag takes a good handful, not just the fingertips, the whole hand. Curve high, evens the count of two and two. John Ellis on deck. Fastball low, and it's a full count, three and two. Nobody out here in the top of the eighth. The payoff pitch is swung at and fouled off. Right into the... Uh, Senator Dugout. The pitch is fouled into the crowd down the right field line. Still three and two on Roy White. Top of the eighth inning of the uh, second game. There's a ground ball hit to short. Cullen fires the first low, but what a play by Frank Howard! Holy cow! He backhanded the ball on the short hop just like he does it every day. 
He really made that look easy. What a play as Cullen had thrown it in the dirt. Fine play by Frank Howard. And now John Ellis. Bounce to short, line to center, fly to center. Best ball is low, ball one. A bouncer over the pitcher's head. Cullen comes in. A big hop, easy toss to Frank Howard. Two out. And right now we pause for station identification. Hi, I'm Bill Edwardson. I'm the bird that wakes up the early birds. Join me weekday mornings from 6 to 10. It's a real eye-opener. On WGY Radio 81, Schenectady. Bobby Cobb swings at the first pitch, grounded a short, thrown out, all three assists by Cullen, all three putouts by Frank Howard. It's three up, three down. And I called Royal Elegance, compares with China that costs many times the price. It's a value at all participating Atlantic stations. With each purchase of eight gallons of gasoline, you can buy a four-piece place setting of Royal Elegance at an unbelievable low price. This offer may vary in some states, but this beautiful fine china will never vary in its translucent, delicate beauty. Each plate setting consists of a cup and saucer, dinner plate, and bread and butter plate. Charge your plate settings on your Atlantic Richfield credit card if you like. Stop in today and take a look at Royal Elegance, then take some home. Royal Elegance is worth a trip your Atlantic station. Well, we get ready to go. And Bernie Allen will be up for his first time in the ball game. He's batting an Ed Brickman spot in the order. did not play in the, the first game with Preach Peterson pitching a left-hander. This is first at-bat today. Left-hand batter. 9-1 the Senators lead. Pitch to Bernie Allen all the way back to the screen. Ball one. That missed everybody. Pitch by Keck, it's just a curve, low ball two, two and nothing. Fastball foul back on the screen. Balls, one strike. Keck 
Rockage, the fourth Yankee pitcher of this second game. Fastball lined, a base hit to left field. Bernie Allen steps right up, gets himself a base hit. And the batter now, Hank Allen. He's two for four, a single and a triple. He scored twice and driven in a run. Also applied to left, bounced to short. A patone pulls the bag against Bernie Allen. Pitch to Hank is a little high ball one. It sets. Fastball over. Strike call. One and one. On deck, Frank Howard. Leads off first. Change up is low, two balls and a strike. Package gets the sign from Ellis. Fastball bounces short, could be two. Michaels, the clock for one back first double play. Michael DeClark, the Pepitone, and now Frank Howard. And listen to the hand. Howard has struck out, single, hit a tape measure jive homer way in the upper deck. And Walk is driven in four runs in this game. Pitched by Kekich is low ball one. Two out here, bottom of the ace. Senators out in front, nine to one. Kirk base hits the left field. Frank Howard gets his third hit of the ball game. We might see a runner for Howard. He's had a long day out there. Three hits in this ball game. In the first ball game, he was one for two. Time is gone. I believe they are going to put a runner in for Frank Howard. Yes, Howard's leaving the game. He'll get another hand. Ed Stroud running for Frank Howard. Twelve hits for the Senators in this second game. Here's Brent Hallier. He's over three. He struck out twice, popped his short. Drove in a run with a sacrifice fly. Pitched by Kekich, a curve swung at and missed strike one. 
Ed Stroud at first with two outs. Kekic kicks the ground ball up the middle as a base hit for Allier. Stroud holds at second base. Third hit in this inning, but a double play has saved Kekic so far. 13 hits now for Washington, the batter Ken McMullen. Boy, he's had some series against the Yankees. Hitting and fielding. Bounce to short, single to center, walk twice. Pitch to McMullen, a curve inside, ball one. Well, San Diego shut out Atlanta as the brother act, Joe Negro, defeated his brother, Phil Negro. One to nothing, San Diego beat Atlanta. Ball two, and boy, that's something very unusual. Brothers pitching against each other in the big leagues. Phil gave up eight hits. Joe gave up six hits. Joe Negro has won four, lost six. Bill Negro for the Braves has won 14 and lost seven. And the time of the game, one hour and 46 minutes. Man, that's what you call a fast game. Ball three, three and nothing to McMullen. That's some human interest story when a brother pitches against a brother. You know, there's no brotherly love during the game. Both wanting to win after the game to go out and have a bite together. A 3 nothing delivery. McMullen swings and misses. They gave him the green light on the 3-0 pitch. 3-1. Two men out. It's ready. Fastball is high, and that loads him up. Ball four. The bases are loaded, and the batter, Sam Bowen. Sam is double, line to left twice, foul to the catcher. will take the full windup. Stroud at third, Allier at second, McMullen at first. Pitch to Bowen's foul over the center to dugout into the crowd, strike one. Gets away from Ellis. A run is going to score. Crowd comes in to score. Moving to third is Adier. Moving to second, McMullen. And the Senators now lead 10 to 1. And it's a wild pitch. Charged to Keckett. 
I believe Bowen swung at that ball. Could be strike two. Yes, it is. Two strikes. The count on Sam Bowen. Swung at a curve that bounced in front of home plate. The runners at second and third now. Package winds. Foul. Back upstairs and out of play. I hear the crowd booing a fan, had it upstairs, lost in the roll back on the net. Kekic into the windup. Curve low, almost hit him on the kneecap. Ball and two strikes. All right, Kekic is ready. Curve high. Two balls, two strikes. This crowd's bloodthirsty today. They're leading ten to one. They want more. Curve low, and it's a full count, three and two. short. Michael up with it. Over to Pepe in time. The Senators pick up a run on three hits. No errors and two men left. And now at the end of eight full innings, it's Washington 10 and the Yankees 1. Honey, I heard on the news there's some sort of election for all these state workers. That's right. Who are you going to elect? The governor? No, no, it's not that kind of election. What other kind is there? It's to elect a bargaining agent. You know, a union. Oh, I see. Who are you voting for, anyway? CSEA, naturally. Who's running against them? I'm not sure. Some little outfit I've never heard of. You're not sure? No, but I know I'm voting for CSEA. They got us over $1,200 in raises in just the past couple of years. And a lot of other things. But CSEA isn't a union, is it? Not a union. It sure is. It's one of the biggest in the country. And we're getting stronger every day. Remember that time I had trouble with the boss? They sent a field man in to straighten things up. Vote CSEA today for a better life tomorrow. CSEA, New York State's number one civil service union. Paid for by the Civil Service Employees Association.
Ed Stroud moves to left field. And Brent Allier moves to first base. Frank Howard out of the game. And now the Yankees in the ninth inning have Gene Michael leading off. And on deck is Len Bayman to bat for Keckett. Ball is born into first, and Schellenbeck back up with it. Flips to Allier, and it's one out on the first pitch. And Len Beeman now coming up to bat for Mike Kekich. Two hits and 34 bats this year, batting 059. One double, two RBIs, takes the ball low. Pitch to Bamer is popped up, but it's going to be into the crowd and back of the Yankee dugout. And the scramble is on for the ball. Nobody on top of the ninth. Washington leading 10 to 1. Hi. Two balls in a strike. What's happening with that Met game? Montreal had scored as a bouncer to the pitcher. He's got it. Flips to Allier for the out. And it's two away. The Mets scored five runs in the bottom of the fourth, and they are leading Montreal now seven to six. Montreal had scored four runs in the top of the fourth, but the Mets came back with five. Tommy Agee has two home runs in this game. Lovely with two men on in the fourth inning. Horace Clark takes the ball. Harris is one for four in this second game. As a line drive base hit the center field for Horace Clark. And Horace has hit the ball very well since returning to the lineup in this series. Here's Ron Woods. Ron is 0 for 4 in the ball game. Back sets. Pitch to Woods is popped up into right center. This should be the ball game. The center fielder, Hank Allen, makes the catch. For the Yankees, no runs if they sit, no errors. The man left. The ball game is over, and the Senators win it 10 to 1. You told us three days wasn't enough, so Sears continues its spectacular washer and dryer sale for one more day. That's right, one more day to take advantage of Sears' amazing washer and dryer offer. Tomorrow and tomorrow only, a Kenmore two-speed washer plus a famous Kenmore automatic dryer, both for just $177. Remember, tomorrow is your last opportunity to buy a Kenmore two-speed washer 
plus a famous Kenmore automatic dryer, both for just $177 at Sears and Colony Center, Amsterdam, hands connected today. I think that particularly because I was a physician and knew that there was a definite danger in smoking cigarettes that for the betterment of myself and for the fact that I should set an example for my own patients that I should stop smoking. Dr. William Flynn. I tell my patients that I think that there is a definite relationship between cigarette smoking and lung cancer and I advise my patients not to smoke. 100,000 doctors have quit cigarettes. Your American Cancer Society says you can, too. So the Yankees lose the doubleheaders. We told you in the first game, 5-4. to four. In this game, for Washington, 10 runs, 13 hits, 3 errors. For the Yankees, 1 run, 6 hits, 3 errors. Shelling back the winner. He's 2-4. and four. Downing the losing. He's 1-3. and three. And the big batter, Frank Howard, with a tremendous home run on the upper deck. Howard with three hits, drove in four runs. He was the big man in the second game. McMullen had a three-run homer in the first game. And that's it. So once again, the final scores in the first game, Senators 5, Yankees 4. Second game, Senators 10, Yankees 1. Now this is Phil Rizzuto speaking for Jerry Coleman, Frank Messer, Bill Kane, and Sandy Albert saying so long from... RFK Stadium in Washington, D.C. This Yankee baseball broadcast has been brought to you by Atlantic Richfield Company and your local Atlantic dealer. Drive in where you see the Red Bull sign, the sign of service. Fill up with Vladic Imperial and keep on the go. And by Fields Real Draft, the beer that won the 1969 Taste Test. This is the home of champions, Network.